Welcome to A Case of the Mondays, a podcast by 3R Strategy where we talk about some of the most pressing issues facing HR professionals and business leaders. From fair treatment of employees to fostering transparency in the workplace, we'll explore how to create an environment where people don't just have to come to work, but want to. So, if you're feeling blue, tune in and join the conversation so you don't end up with a case of the Mondays. Welcome to another Reflections episode of A Case of the Mondays a podcast by 3R Strategy where we help our clients reward, recognize, and retain their talent through pay transparency. My name is Ramiz Kaleem, your podcast host, and in our Reflections episode this week, we talk about the four-day work week. In the last episode, I spoke to Simon, who is the managing director of Tyler Grange, one of the companies that took part in the four-day work week trial, and they're continuing with this after the trial. And today I'm joined by my colleagues, Lauren and Tashtid, to reflect on the topic and answer some of the questions that we've been sent by our listeners. And actually, Tashtid and Lauren are both new members of the 3R Strategy team. So Tashtid, can you uh, introduce yourself uh, to our listeners as well and then give us your reflection um, on the episode? Yeah, sure. So I'm Tashtid. I joined 3R Strategy on 27th November 2023 so yeah I joined as a senior reward analyst I've got a massive interest in reward and I really do like what 3R strategy is doing so hence the reason of me joining so that's the introduction I really enjoyed the podcast with Simon unlike you Ramiz, I've never been skeptical of this so I'm really for a four-day work week maybe it's because I'm a Gen Z and we like things easier maybe um but it might not be as, actually, it might not be easy though, is it? In terms of key takeaways, Simon mentioned that Henry Ford created the five-day work week, which was about 100 years ago. If we look at society in general, not just work, everything, things evolve and things change. So what's actually the reason why we've actually carried on that five-day work week? Why has it not gone to four and a half days? Why has it not gone back up to six days? We've just happen to not do anything about it until someone's decided let's actually trial this so in terms of that I think one of the questions Simon asked is why are you wedded to a five-day work week and that's probably my main takeaway from it no one's ever questioned it for like 90 95 years whatever it was no one's ever questioned this and we've just happened to go with it if we go back 90 years ago the cultural norm wasn't for two people in a household to work it was mainly one so now with let's say you've got a family mum and dad both are working and this leads on to physical and mental health that's one of the points that Simon made how how it drives change for the better when it comes to physical and mental health if you've got for example mum and dad working they come back home 40 day, 40 hours a week 50 hours a week they've got minimal time for themselves together and for their children let's say if they do have children if you look at mental health rates amongst gen z's so people like me i think it's 1995 onwards might be 1996 it's the worst in history if you look at obesity rates when it comes to 2013 onwards it's the worst it's ever been so that both parents working might have a massive effect on two children moving forward. So that was one of the um, takeaways. 
so yeah the main thing is why is it not changing 100 years and the next thing is physical and mental health because I'm someone who massively takes my health seriously when it comes to physical health so I would lift four times a week do my cardio four times a week people who are working and they've got children they've got more responsibilities because I don't have that many responsibilities they can't fit their stuff in for their physical health and their mental health so reducing one day a week makes a massive impact it pretty much gives you seven and a half hours back maybe more if you're traveling so i i mean i i i think the question is probably not um for me anyway it's not whether it's a five day or a four day work week because obviously um you know if you were able to achieve the same thing within the four days then why wouldn't you want to do it um and if there's no change, so four days from a mental health, from everything uh, is is better. You know, you could say three days is even better. So um, that's not really the issue. The the thing that I'm uh, I was questioning uh, is how do you make that shift from a five day work week to a four day work week? Because that's the real challenge. Where um, you know, as for example, as a business owner, how do you continue? Uh, you know, let's say that you are um just breaking even as a business and you're managing to have a level of productivity and revenue working over those five days and what you're saying is you shift to the four-day work week are you able to maintain that um or are you going to make a loss and that means actually you do a four-day work week and some people end up losing their jobs because you are no longer able to produce that same level of revenue and productivity because you reduce the amount of time and so i think there are a lot of practical things for us to think about and it's not a question of is four days better than five days yes four days would be better than five days but how do you make the shift from five to four and i think that that was one of my key takeaways was uh, practically thinking, how do we make that change? Um, Lauren, um, would you like to introduce yourself and, and what was your key takeaway? Yeah, so I'm Lauren. I joined the team uh, in mid-December. Um, so I have a background in reward and uh, as a HR generalist and a bit of recruitment, so a little bit of everything. Um, and the first few weeks have, have flown by, but I'm really pleased to be here. Um, in terms of my key takeaways from the podcast, I thought it was a really interesting conversation. I think um, you read a lot about four-day working weeks in the news, and it's kind of a bit of a buzzword at the moment. So to actually hear about the reality of what that looks like for a company was really interesting. I think for me, the key takeaway was around one size doesn't fit all. So I think when you say four-day working week, everybody just thinks, take a Friday off work. That's just kind of the automatic thing. But actually, that whilst that is what, what Simon has chosen to do, he talked about different ways of, of thinking about the four-day working week. So do you work five shorter days a week? Do you split your teams so that half of them work Monday to Thursday and the other half work Tuesday to Friday? So I think a lot of companies' reluctance to do it is about that piece around cover for clients and customers and that sort of thing. So I think... Yeah, the key takeaway for me was one size doesn't fit all. You've got to think about what would work in the context of the business that you work in. And, and even within that business, does it make sense for every single team to have that flexibility? Are there some teams 
you know, that work shifts, that kind of thing where it's just not possible. So just really being kind of open minded to the idea that there's not one size that fits all. There's not one um, format that's going to suit your business and even the teams within it um, totally was was kind of the key, the key thing I took away. Yeah, I think um, that was definitely um, a takeaway around uh, it's different for each organization. So for me, the key takeaway was, because Simon was actually saying, I, uh, don't, don't do a four-day work week. Don't just switch to a four-day work week because, um, and again, you know, as, as a business owner, the thing that really, that, that stuck with me is he did say that in the first month or couple of months, they had a big dip in their productivity and revenue. And that, uh, you know, that can be scary um, because <clears throat> uh, what if those two months is the difference between, <laughs> you know, your survival as a business or not. And so for many businesses, that can be a, a difficult choice. But um, if you practically think about the question of switching from five days to four days, what you are saying to everyone is you're going to work 80% of the time and I want you to continue delivering 100% of your productivity. And so how does that happen? Does that mean that people are currently not being productive because they can suddenly become 20% more productive by working four days? Or are we saying to people that you need to work longer hours uh, outside of working hours to make up for that extra day? How, how are people going to become 20% more productive overnight? That's what we're saying, right? It needs to happen overnight. I think if you put enough friction in front of someone, you will find more efficient ways to do things. You'll naturally will. And also in terms of productivity, I don't think it's a one size fits all in terms of for some people, they won't be more productive. They just won't. They like to space things out maybe over five days. Whereas some people will just like to sit down for three hours, get loads of stuff done and not have a break at all. In terms of the psychology part of it, um, have you heard of the Parkinson's law? You basically work expands to fill the time allocated to it. So going back to university, what people do when it comes to assignments, I've got four weeks to complete this. I'll leave it till the end. So you've got three days left. You'll do it because there's a deadline. I don't know what the psychological shift is, but you just manage to get the resources to do it. And I think that will happen with a four day work week, but not for everyone. But it's definitely not going to be overnight. But also on that, when people take holidays, let's say someone takes a Friday off or a Thursday off, they usually get everything done before they're off. So that's basically that same week multiplied by 44, whatever it is for the year. Is it 44? I don't know. Um, working weeks, that is. That week where people just take that one day off multiplied by however many weeks they work. In theory, maybe not practically. I think measuring productivity is very difficult because that's where, you know, you look at everyone struggling with the whole performance management uh, because you can't really measure productivity in a meaningful way in most uh, departments. So that's why a lot of organizations, uh, you know, they pretty much measure productivity in the sense of time spent working or time spent in the office. Uh, so, I think firstly, that's a very difficult way of doing it. And 
ultimately a lot of the people that are talking about productivity is going to come down to uh, your output and your revenue, how many clients you're working with, how much revenue that you're bringing in. And I don't think it's really a direct correlation with, uh, you know, there's so many external factors, as we know, that the number of leads that are coming in or something that's happening in the market. So I think the productivity element is very difficult to measure. Um, but I, I don't necessarily agree with your points around the to-do list uh, will just happen and also the Parkinson law, which pretty much then does imply that people are working at 80% productivity, because if you give them a shorter deadline, they'll just do it because they're not being productive. I think uh, a lot of people will say that they are being 100% productive and they're doing as much as they can within the five days. And I think the only way that this works, and I don't think also that you can really accept the dip for a couple of months to say, yes, it will happen in the beginning. I think if we're going to move this um, we have to be prepared for it. And I think the way to do this is you can't continue to operate as a company in the same way that you are now and just do a four-day work week and just expect everyone to be 100% productive. I think you have to have a lead time of thinking about efficiencies that you can make in your processes. What are the things that we're doing over those five days that we don't really need to be doing. How many meetings are we having that are an hour long that maybe can be half an hour long? Um, how many admin things that we're doing that we don't necessarily need to do, maybe we can automate through an AI process. And it's about recognizing all of those inefficiencies and then maybe cutting 20% of those out. And that's where we can then become uh, productive in the same way by reducing our time for 100% to 80%. But I don't think we can just expect people to, or, or we can say, well, you know, four days, people are going to have better well-being and they're going to have better health and they're just going to be more productive because I don't think, uh, A, that's not going to, I don't firstly think that's going to happen. And secondly, I just don't think it's a strong enough business case for most organizations to say, well, it's better for health well-being. You know, a lot of organizations don't even focus on well-being enough as it is, to, for them to say, well, reduce the time from five days to four days. Um, just on that point, Ramiz, um, where you've mentioned the inefficiencies, I don't think you'll truly be able to work out what them inefficiencies are until you've actually tried the four-day work week. I think it's one thing in theory, these are the inefficiencies. I think you only find out what they are when you've done something. In terms of the initial loss of productivity... Well, uh, hold on. I... I... I would challenge that. So how how would you, can you give an example? So um, why do you need to go from five days to four days to uh, recognize whether you're setting up meetings that are not necessarily uh, necessary, whether you're doing admin processes that are that can be broken down from three hours to two hours? Why do you need a four-day work week to do that? You don't necessarily need a four-day work week, but let's say you're spending... 10 hours on calls every single week and let's say you work 40 hours a week that's 25% of your hours spent in calls now if you reduce it down to a four day work four and a half day work week three day whatever it is the percentage of your time spent on them calls have drastically increased that's when you've prob that's when you're probably going to be like this is too much time spent here let's allocate it somewhere else you might not really fully understand that until you've dropped the hours. 
because at this moment you might be like okay that 10 hours is fine during the calls because i can handle everything else but when you drop the time you might be like okay this is too much time so this is where the i guess one the psychology comes in and the secondly the dip comes in because you're saying i will make that switch to the four days and then i'm going to recognize the inefficiencies and then i'm going to do something about it so there's the the dip that comes in for a few months and then you go back but why can't we look at things that we're doing in the five-day work week to say why is it taking me 10 hours to do this is there any way i can make this eight hours why is it taking me five hours to do my admin can i not do this in four hours why do we need to make that shift first before recognizing those inefficiencies i think people naturally do look at them things in terms of making their work more efficient but if you're still doing a five-day work week and nothing's changing i don't think people have got the same amount of amount of motivation to actually check for them inefficiencies if that makes sense and I think it's a bit theoretical to look at it like that it's kind of like I'll use an analogy it's like a football manager saying let's switch these players around in these positions you don't truly know what the outcome's going to be until you've tried it whether that's in a training session in an actual game in terms of the drop in productivity I think that is natural and it will happen but once that happens and people are like okay these are the inefficiencies over time that will lead to more inefficiencies being taken out you could put that into someone's objective or everyone's objectives how can you make yourself more more efficient but you get something in return and that's the four-day work week i think people won't naturally do things if they're not getting anything in return if that makes sense well i mean i wasn't gonna firstly i think if if people are not motivated to look at those inefficiencies, then I think that's that's the issue there is if if we're not motivated enough to look at it, then why would an organization shift to a four day work week? Because if I, I would see it as a question of, look, we we are thinking of switching to a four day work week in six months time. But in order for us to be able to make that transition, we need to identify our inefficiencies over those next six months and whether we can reduce our time by 20% to to eliminate our inefficient tasks to continue to maintain um, what we need to do. And I, I would see that as the, the way to do it where uh, there's a less risk on the company. There's that, I guess, that motivation for people to say there's something they're going to get out of this. And then if we do identify them, then um, then we make the switch because then you try and eliminate the dip so that you make that smooth smoother transition because you've had those six months to think about the change. Um, so that's what I mean about, you know, thinking in advance rather than not having those six months and saying, okay, we're switching to four and now let's think about the inefficiencies. I think part of it, though, is about how you are framing it to your employees, because it's a benefit, ultimately. And if you frame it as such to employees in that way, um, I'm an employer that's giving you this benefit. I think people feel like they want to give back more. And it's that sense of, you know, what am I getting? And therefore, what do I need to give back? So I, I agree kind of with, with with both points that maybe it needs to be um you know looked at in advance you need to think about those efficiencies but there's something important about the way that it's communicated to people and that people feel like there's a bit of give and and take both ways 
I think the way you just put it there, Amiz, that works because you're planning and you're also giving giving the employees a reward if they do the work to get there. Mm. I think that works. I think you're giving them that reward. It's something to chase. And I think we all have goals, aspirations, not just in work, in every aspect of life. So if that's the end result, people will put the work in to find the inefficiencies. But also when they do get that end reward for day work week, because you've given them that reward, they will naturally, in terms of what Lauren just said now, you've given them something, they'll want to give more back even after they've given the four, if even after they've been given the four day work week, they'll probably still carry on for these inefficiencies because of, because hmm. it's a massive benefit. So we've got a listener question on this topic, which comes from Sam. So she has asked if there are any organisations or industries this categorically wouldn't work for. Um, so I'll let you answer that as the expert. Um, well, firstly, I'm not an expert. I just spoke to Simon last week. He's the expert. <laughs> so I can't be answering this as, as the expert. But um, I mean, I sort of um, broke this down into five things that need to be done. And I think that sort of highlights which organizations this would suit and which it wouldn't. The first thing is what we just discussed around, you know, 100% uh, productivity, working 80% of the time and 100% pay. And I think this is for every organization. You can only do this if you can change the way you're working. You can't just operate in exactly the same way that you are now and um, deliver the same results in 80% of the time. So I guess if you are... Um, you know, maybe a manufacturing company and you can only produce a certain amount of output in a particular time, that output can't be produced in 80% of the time unless you increase the efficiency of your machinery or whatever that is. So I guess that could be one sector that's difficult unless you have technological improvements. Um, the second thing I think is it's a mind shift Um uh, mindset shift for leaders because it's about how do we uh, value productivity right and for a lot of leaders and organizations they look at productivity as um, hours worked uh, because that's the only way that they can measure productivity they can't say you know somebody working in an in legal team how many billable hours they've had and that's their productivity and so if if there's no meaningful way to measure productivity it's only about the amount of time you've spent it's how do you get that mind shift change or how do you deliver the same output within the same uh with 80 uh, percent of the time so if your entire business is around uh billable hours um, then it's very difficult. I mean, usually it's billable hours plus you have a lot of admin to do and maybe you can eliminate the admin time somehow. Uh, but that's the second. I think um, there's a, a culture change for a lot of organizations and there is, um, you have, you know, Simon said that as well, that there, there were some people that didn't want the four-day work week. Um, so... Yeah. And, and I think, you know, we can assume that obviously everyone's going to love the four day work week. And I think the vast majority of people will. But 
there might be some people that say, look, I don't want this. And as an organization, you have to see what percentage of your people won't like it. And if it's, you know, if it's 10%, are you willing to lose out on those 10% of people? Because they might say, I'm going to go work somewhere else. Although, you know, on the other hand, it might really increase your ability to attract new people as well with a four day work week. So it's the pros and cons there. Um, I think there's the, um, and this would impact a company like us. There's the client expectations. So if clients want, uh, you know, cover five days a week from Monday to Friday, can you say, well, to all your clients, we're not going to be available on Fridays anymore. We're not going to be available on Mondays anymore. Um, and then see if any of those clients say, look, that's not going to work for us. And again, Simon gave that example. They had one. Um, so are you willing to say, okay, to your clients, you, you can work with someone else? Or alternatively, do you split up your workforce to say half the people are working Monday to Thursday, the other half is working Tuesday to Friday? Um, which, you know, I'm sure some companies do that. I don't know if uh, how well that would work. So all of these things, I think, from a company perspective, uh, things to think about. But there's also something to think about from the employee perspective, which I think, you know, we just think four-day work week. Yeah, it's great. But I think there's going to be an increased focus on performance when companies shift to a four-day work week because if the expectation is that you're working 80% of the time and to deliver 100% productivity, and the fact is not everyone's going to be able to manage that, even with the inefficiencies that we try and get rid of. Um, and so, um, yes, some people might say this is this doesn't work for us and they might end up leaving your organization, but there might be a lot more performance conversations between leaders who you know, are suddenly thinking, well, I'm not seeing this person uh, work, you know, eight hours of the week um, and they're not delivering as much or they're delivering slightly more, but still not 100%. And I think there would be a lot more performance conversations um, and possibly uh, a higher expectation from people to say that if you are working four days, uh, you should be delivering a lot more, you know, delivering as much as you used to or other people are. Um, so there could be, uh, more not redundancies or, you know, performance conversations or people losing their jobs over this. So there is definitely something for people to think about and see whether they can manage um, the 80% time. All I'm saying is they, you know, it, I think that we used to work a six-day week, five-day week. If every organization, if the whole country and says we're going to move to a four-day work week, I don't think there's that much of an issue. But if you have 90% of organizations working a five-day work week and you're one of the 10% that are working a four-day work week, then there's a greater emphasis on you to say, well, this is a, a, a big perk and a benefit that we have as an organization. And we need our people to be performing at the top level to be able to do this. Or we need to be at least delivering at the same level we used to when we were working five days. And so I think there's a much higher emphasis on performance if you were one of this, the few companies that are doing this, if the whole, you know, if the whole world moves to four days, I don't think that's much of an issue. It's the same conversation that we have now, but I just think it's it's a much different conversation if you are one of the few offering this benefit.
before we had this podcast, I like I said, I was a little bit skeptical, but now I would think, you know, I think this should be the aspiration is this this is where we should try and aim for. But um, I think it's it's just there's I think particularly it's difficult for very small or organizations because, you know, you're still trying to grow and establish at that stage and this is too big a risk, but, um, and it might be too big a risk for very large organizations like a FTSE 100 organization as well. So this is probably more ideal for like SMEs, I I would say. Um, And, you know, if you can manage this well, and if you are able to implement it, like imagine trying to recruit as a four day week paying the same salaries you already have a, an advantage over 90% of your companies in trying to attract the best talent. I've always thought um, if there's too much friction in an organization, like you're saying, small businesses and very large organizations, would the first point of call be to go to a 4.5 day work week or nine out of 10 days? So one Friday off, let's say every two weeks and trial that first and then go on to a four day work week because then if the four and a half days doesn't work or the nine out of 10 days doesn't work, the four days ain't going to work. So do you think that's a good idea? Maybe try that first. I think it's the same concept of looking at your inefficiencies and planning, for example, six months in advance. And if you can find those inefficiencies and the way to reduce your time by 10%, then maybe it's, you know, four and a half days, but I think once you start to look at those inefficiencies, you know, there's that big 80, 20, uh, rule of the, you know, 80% of your output is divided by 20% of your key activities. And I think if, once we start to look at those efficiencies, I'm sure that we could eliminate 20% if you really wanted to. So I don't think it's that much. If you go down, decide to go down that route, I think not, uh, the four day work week is achievable. Um, and, um, if you're going to make the shift, you might as well make the full shift. But it's uh, it's just being in a position to be able to do that. Ramesh, you've mentioned um, before that it'd be much easier to recruit people if you're a four-day workweek business because it's a massive benefit. The question is, do you think turnover rates will go down if you offer a four-day workweek? Because let's say 90% of organizations are still doing the five-day work week and you've got a four-day work week, there's less chance that an employee would want to move from a four-day work week to a five-day work week. So one benefit is it's easier to recruit people, but also there's a massive benefit in retaining people in the long term. Yes. Yeah, I, I think 100% it's um, it's definitely going to help with the retention. I think Simon mentioned it as well. And like you said, it's, you know, it's the sort of thing that you can get used to where, um, again, with our example, if we, if you get used to remote working and you think, you know, I'm now only going to apply for other jobs that allow me to work remotely all the time, then that um, limits the number of places that you can move to. And if you get used to the four day work week and you think, look, I don't want to take a 20% pay cut and work part time but I'm only going to apply for other organizations that do four day work week, then that's a benefit that you're not willing to give up. And so as an employee, it limits your options, but as an employer, it makes you a lot more 
attractive. And you could say that about other things like, you know, let's say you really value uh, private medical and you say, I'm only going to work somewhere that gives me private medical. Again, that limits your options and that makes you, uh, as an employer, better able to retain your people. I think that's a big positive of the the, the four day working week or a big a big benefit is is as, as kind of a, a selling point for recruitment, especially in a, a very candidate candidate led market, which it is. And people are picky and people won't go back to old ways of working. I think taking the, the pandemic example now, most people are used to working remotely at least maybe two to three days a week now, um, even though there might be some push to go back into the office. But a lot of mm. people would now say. I'm not going to go back somewhere that wants me to be sat at my desk five days a week. So I think it's the same sort of sort of idea. Yeah. The the other thing Simon mentioned was uh, quite complicated for them was around the whole holiday. Um, uh, yeah, but I mean, for example, in our case, that would be quite easy, right? Because there's nothing to do because we don't really um, have a limited holiday. So it's just manage it in the same way that we manage it now. It just means if you're, going away for a week you're taking four days off instead of five days off <laughs> I think it's it's just to be managed I, I think it just be managed or thought about in a very similar way to part-time holiday now that if somebody works part-time it, it reduces their holiday by that amount or maybe you choose not to do that and you keep the full-time allowance but I don't think it's something that's unheard of um it's it's just how you choose to do it and I guess it goes back to that flexibility of um you know, one size doesn't fit all. Some people might think, well, you're only working 80% of the time. So in our company, that means you only get 80% of the holiday. Some companies might say, well, you're putting in 100% of the effort, so you still get 100% of that allowance. So I think it goes back to the individual business and what and what works hmm. as well. Yeah. Um, so thanks, uh, Tasted Lauren, uh, for your comments. Um, I think this was a really interesting topic uh because it's something a lot of people are thinking about um or wondering about because they're not sure how it's going to work um and if i was to summarize i would say well my view anyway is that i would say this is something that isn't necessarily going to work for everyone because it's a big culture change so if you think about so many organization mandating a return to work a return to office policy you know, they don't even trust people to work from home. How are they going to trust people to work four days a week? And But if you have that culture, I think um, it could work uh, really well. Uh, and it immediately makes you much more attractive. Um, so it's more of an aspirational um, place to be in. And it may not happen now or in the next year. But I think it's something to uh, try and aim for in the future but as um i think unless this is something that is mandated by you know at a national level i don't see this happening um in a large scale um in the next year or two because like i said you have so many companies that are asking people to come into the office i can't see them allowing people to just work four days and i think you know, we, we try and always look at inefficiencies and how we can improve, but it really needs that culture of trying to find better ways of doing things before you can, um, before you can switch to something like this. So, um, thanks again, uh, for 
listening and for our listeners and Sam for sending in that question. Um, we'll join you next month on another episode of A Case of Mondays. Thank you.